So what's our first item? Right, yeah, the game show. Cool. Um, I think uh, should we open first? Is this the opening? Uh, yeah. So let's just jump into it. So question one or building one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Yeah. I feel like we that need may or main. <laughs> feel like we need more expedition. So <laughs> I've compiled a list of fifteen buildings in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, that have just stupid names and. Uh, it's up to you to decide if they're good or not, uh, if they're ri- <laughs> if they're real or not. <laughs> Wait, do you have some fake Is names? This a real... Do you have fake names mixed in? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but don't worry. Just because I thought I might forget, I've put fake or real next to them. lovely so i've compiled a list of buildings in london that may or may not be real because some of them just have stupid names so yeah uh let's just jump into it okay all right question one or thing one Mm -hmm. the gherkin the gherkin Mm -hmm. real or fake make a tally somewhere. I feel like I've heard that before, so I'm gonna go with real, but I have no idea what it is. Yep, real. Uh, I probably should have prepared better and got images of them. But, uh, if we're doing video format, I'll put a picture of it. Or someone will put a picture of it now. So, it's just this weird weird building that's kind of spherical and ovular. Okay. Okay. Number two. The cheese grater. No. That's you trying to mess with me. So, fake? Yeah. That one's real. The cheese grater. <laughs> Is this a building in London? Yes. It, it, it's weird. Um, Does it resemble a cheese one. grater? Um, I would... I, yeah, I would say so. Let's open up a uh, Chrome link. Cheese grater. Images. Um, can I just drag it over? No. Uh, damn it! Why? Why is it so hard to do things? So it's a big building. Um, that one side is big and flat. Then it has like a top bit, and then the rest is slanted. I just googled cheese grater. I need to put V on front of it. Mm. Um, it yeah, it's quite a cool looking building. It's to do with sight lines in London, so it's this old architecture law from ages ago where it's like when you build a building in London, you have to be able to see it from this park you have to be able to see uh, St Paul's Cathedral from this park ages away so all the buildings are like bending around uh, I, 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 which I think is quite comedic just to think like most of London's architecture is based on this oh, actually uh, this photo here doesn't give away any other buildings because all it like um when you think about London and all its landmarks, they're all actually surprisingly close to each other. Uh, but yeah, the Cheese Grater is a real building. Ugh, Strange. God damn it. Yeah. Um, Never mind, I can't figure out how to use Google. Um, <laughs> do you want Do you want to take a break and um, find images for all of them? Oh yeah. And then yeah, we can sure. just cut uh, cut the middle out. Okay. Sure. Uh, 
I'll grab fo uh, photos for all the ones that are real. Okay. Uh, I can't. So don't read. Don't read them out loud because that'll ruin the game. So you've had the gherkin. The gherkin. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a good one because there's nothing around it. Please don't see it. See it. Uh, why does it save as a HTML? Jesus. Fine. Be like that. Hmm. Are you clicking save images or save link as? Um, I'm doing save images. Okay. Hmm. So this is the gherkin. Why? Okay, hang on. I need to do. So okay, hang on. Cancel. Save image as. I was pressing save link as. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> Wholesome IT podcast. Wholesome IT. Oh, that was like. That top photo there is the gherkin, Evan, the one underneath it is the cheese grater. Okay, so. Okay. Yeah, so with an image, I can see why it might be called the cheese grater. Yeah. The gherkin is cool looking. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it's really cool because the, all the architecture of the area is like quite uh, early, like that. It all looks like that, but there's just occasionally just a skyscraper and you're like, oh, hi, friend. Yeah. Um, it's like this church or school or whatever this is is almost like medieval looking and then there's just yeah. this all glass paneled spaceship which landed next to it like what <laughs> yeah it uh you can see the railing there when the it's a, it's so cool to watch them clean the windows yeah they have this uh, apparatus that like hooks to the top and then they like you see them wheel up and I'm like good luck have fun <laughs> but yeah the view from up there is quite cool and yeah the cheese grater which i mean yeah oh you can see like another church building there as well where it's quite old looking but it's just like this other spaceship has just been like oh yeah yeah it's just like a very modern looking like slanted building yeah contrasting yeah, with like cool. the old churches and things yeah and then even like the older office buildings yeah, they feel like just a different era. Yeah. So, third one on your okay, list. The third one, the trash can or the garbage bin or whatever. I don't know. The garbage bin. Um, or... Well, is it the trash can or is it the garbage bin? Is it referred. I mean, referred I guess... to as both. I'm gonna say this one's fake. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I should have like. I try. I was like, maybe trash cans too American. You gotta commit. Um, what I was going to do, which I forgot to do, was doing little funny concept arts of what they would have looked like. But I realized that would take too much effort. Oh my god, you should do that though <laughs> and get it in the show notes. If they're not in the show okay. notes, then Wobbles has failed you, people. Okay, I'll I'll see what I could do. I'll I'll do for some of the more amusing ones. Yeah. No, I want full yeah. blueprints. Um, oh, right. So we can construct these budgets and yes, uh, planning commissions from the London Council. Mm -hmm. mm. It doesn't exist anymore. From which borough is Central London? In? Oh wait, the London, London City. Never mind. Um, all right, number four, uh, the bottle. The bottle. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that's real. You'd be wrong. Oh, what does that put the score at now? Uh, it's three out of fifteen. Well, 
so you've got three uh, right out of the four. So you're doing well so far. That's a majority. So I did get cheese grater. Uh, yeah, you got cheese grater, gherkin, and trash can, but not bottle. I thought I said cheese grater was fake. Oh yeah, yeah no yeah never, yeah never mind you did you only get two. No, I'm not sure. You said you said you said uh yeah uh but you got yeah okay. Uh, for any listeners who might be confused, there was a big gap between two and three where we uh took a break to Google some images. It was lovely. I don't know if any of that made the cut. Uh yeah. <laughs> um, number five. Right. The egg. The egg. I feel like I've heard of the egg. So, real? That is fake. Oh. <laughs> I thought, like, ah, oh, like, the gherkin, and then, like, the egg. It would just be the similar size of shape, but just wider. Um, Wait, yeah. what is a gherkin? Uh, pickle. Oh. Okay. So, where are we? Uh, number six... Uh, the walkie-talkie. That has to be fake. There's no way. Is it? Uh, it's real. <sighs> okay. It. I want to show it. It's actually this building's very interesting. Actually. Does it, it have a spire, but it's like not centered or something? It looks like that. Uh, see if we can get a. But I don't know. It's not the best photo. It doesn't have a spire. But if you look at it from the a distance, it does look like a big walkie-talkie type shape without the antennae. Yeah, I see it. It's it's yeah. almost like a speaker. Uh, but you see how it's curved? Mm-hmm. When they were first constructing it, the sunlight was hitting it, and then it was reflecting at such an angle, it would be focused down on the road below, so it was like melting people's cars and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah, so they had to reconstruct it and adjust it by like a few degrees, which I think is quite funny. Yeah, you don't want your building to be like a death ray for the pedestrians below. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, you've only got two out of the six right so far. So, number seven, uh, the antennae, or the antenna. Mm. I can't pronounce words. I hope it's close to the walkie-talkie. Um. <laughs> it's like, in the blueprint, there's secret, like, detaching bits to them. It was like, they'll plan to be the same thing, but... Yeah. Then we realised that was way too unstable um yeah yeah, i'll go with real just because of my hope that it's near the walkie-talkie no that's also fake damn it (laughs) Uh, oh oh no you're you're doing you're doing big bats oh okay we're gonna bleep that (laughs) we haven't had a proper Um, discussion of this uh number eight the can of ham. The can of ham. Well, that's not something you would make up. I, I don't see Wobbles at home thinking, what's a fake thing that here totally fall for? The can of ham. Ah, that'll fool them. So I'm going to say real, although I'm very concerned for the British people calling their buildings the can of ham. It does look like a can of ham. Because... Uh, I wasn't that sure, because I knew a few buildings, like <clears throat> the gherkin, the cheese grater, and the, sh- the shard. Everyone knows the shard. Yeah. The 
gherkin, the cheese grater, and don't say the wrong one. Don't say the, the walkie-talkie. Fuck. Um, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just looked up a list in the can of ham. And I was like, no, that's a photo of the gherkin. So is it real? Uh, yeah, it's real. Congratulations. You are a fifth. Oh, do you have a photo for me? Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to see which photo it is. I think it's that one. Looking at two tabs is hard. This is... There we go. But yeah, that looks cool. Uh, yeah, it looks... This looks nothing like a can of ham. <laughs> I think it just might be the general odd shape of it. Looks like a... I don't know. Like a can on the side? On its side? Like... I don't understand. No, it... it, it, it I was expecting like something a... cylindrical. Like a can would be. So what I've gotten is like an arch. I think, yeah, it's like a like spam on its side. Hmm. That's a Yeah. I suppose. (laughs) Um where are we? Uh, the kind of fan. Alright. So number nine is the torch. Sorry, I'm still looking at this picture. There's no for it to be a cylinder, it would have to be curved at the bottom too, and there's no way that they built it curved at the bottom. Maybe maybe the basement is still like curved down. <laughs> maybe that's it. Uh, so the next one is, um, yeah, the the torch, but not as in like fight, like as in like, like the flashlight. flashlight, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, fake. Okay. Yeah, you got that one right. Yes. Fake. Right. So are we number that? Okay. Number ten, the salt cellar. Are we at ten already? I guess this yep. is a bad time to suggest people play along at home. Maybe I should have suggested that at the beginning. If I could put a little audio clip in at the beginning. Yeah, we could. <laughs> uh, yeah, so number 10, the salt cellar. The salt cellar. Mm-hmm. Like, cellar as in, like, basement? Or cellar as in, uh, like, salesman? Uh, I think, yeah. Uh, cellar as in, like, basement. I suppose. I'm gonna say real because again, I don't, I don't think you would come up with salt cellar. Maybe it's real, but you're gonna be surprised by the image I send you. Um... Suspense. It's a nickname for the shard. Oh. I, I never knew that until then. Uh, you've got five. How do I do a line? Oh, I guess is there a way? Oh, underline it probably the closest I can get to. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting pa- fact. Fact? Fact? It's <laughs> an interesting pact. Um. Pact, of, pact full of interesting. <laughs> that should be the podcast slogan. Um, <laughs> next, uh, number 11, is the Pringle. The p- Pringle. Yeah, singular. Hmm. It's probably a weird curvy building, like most of these. But <laughs> it could also be like a Pringle can. Mm-hmm. Which could, would just be a tall cylinder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or it's going to be like a weird square in the ground, which they called. Because it somehow resembled the vague shape of that one part of a Pringle. Or a can. Or... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with fake. 
it is real. <sighs> it. I was so I was leaning real until you started like coming up with hypotheticals with me, like of what it could be, <laughs> and, and that made me well, think that you didn't know what it looked like. <laughs> uh, yeah, open. <clears throat> that, there it is. It is actually the cycle drone thing oh. for the London 2012 Olympics. Oh, yeah, this looks like a Pringle. But it looks like a Pringle. Yeah, was that I Olympics that was cool. sponsored by Pringles? The 2012 Olympics? I, I'm not sure. I didn't really watch it. Do they do sponsorships? They do, don't they? Yeah. Wow. She- I've been wanting to look through the spreadsheets and see what event I was born during. But I digress. Right, number what? What were we at? The the Pringle. I'm I'm on board uh, with that name. That one's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that and the cheese grater. Nothing, nothing else there. No. Um. Number twelve. The cell phone. We already had a walkie-talkie, so this is either you trying to come up with a similar object to fool me or the people of London having a weird obsession with uh mobile devices yeah <laughs> like uh Fine. I feel like we you haven't had a fake. fake one in a while I'm gonna go fake you'd be right let's <laughs> go uh oh hang on no no underlines uh control you so number 13 hmm the bean the bean yeah real Real. It's fake. Ah, I had such confidence. I know. <laughs> You're like, real. Real. Just never heard uh, of yeah. this, but real. I, th- I thought, like, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like, it's like, um, the gherkin, but like a giant punched it in the middle. <laughs> it's all, like, curvy. Mm. I was also gonna say, you could probably believe it from the TV show, Mr. Bean. Bean. Yeah, it's Mr. Bean's headquarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rowan, Ak- uh, Rowan Atkin- Atkinson sits at the top in the Mr. Bean suit, like, yeah. Yeah. Looking uh, down on the city. <laughs> Plotting. Um, uh, number 14, the barrel. Um, are we finally going to get a cylinder? Let's go with real. That one's fake as well. Ah. Mm. <laughs> oh no, it's. <sighs> uh, okay, last one. You you aren't gonna get. Uh, yeah, last one. This, this is number fifteen. Number fifteen. Burger King footnote. Um. <laughs> God, <laughs> this is all the opportunity. Um. So. Uh, number 15, the TV remote. The TV remote. Yep. That seems like a long name. But we also had the, the, what was it, the can of ham? The can of ham and the cheese grater. Yeah. Quite long names. And the walkie-talkie. Just a mouthful. Hmm. Fake. Yep, it's fake. Oh, that was bad. My 
Discord hotkey for muting is the same. I accidentally pressed control backslash. Anyway, <laughs> so out of that, you got eight of the 15 correct, which is pretty good if you don't know yourself about London. Or well, as eight, you guessed correctly. I got eight out of 15, so I got yeah. barely more than half. Yep. Which, I mean, is fair enough if you don't really know London that well. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Some of those so, names yeah. were pretty stupid. So, in my defense, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. can of ham. All the, or just buildings in London, they don't have stupid names, they just look stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure some of these are, like, nicknames, but... I don't, yeah, the, the, the architect just, probably wasn't like, I'm going to build a can of ham. But, no, they built it, and then... But that's, it, I don't know, it feels like a dumb name to me, even as a nickname. Yeah, it. they are just known as what street they're on. Mm-hmm. Um, or, most towers have normal names, like uh, one I know, uh, sometimes go up, because it has a nice restaurant at the top, it's called Heron Tower, and it has quite a nice view of uh, all of London, and it's great, but it... Yeah, it, they're not normally just called like 108. What's that one shaped uh, like? Baker Street. It's uh, it's quite a boring shape actually, but it's. Is it like a tall cylinder? Hang on. Do you think we can start oh. the Pringle can as? Uh... Uh no, there's no cylindrical buildings. <sighs> oh, that to my knowledge. Um. So, yeah, that's what Heron. T- I think that looks really cool. Uh, if we had to give it a stupid nickname, what would you call it? Mm. Um, the sandwich. Mm. Oh yeah, or the hot dog. Yeah, the hot dog. Because mm. it's it's got those two. It's basically like two towers that have been hugged together. Yeah. Uh, I've been to the very tip top bit, which is quite nice. Well, not that tip top because that's maintenance, but the bit below it. Oh, you could you can actually see it because there's that, yeah. There's a bar. I don't know why I'm pointing to my cursor like you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's lovely place. Oh, I've been on that road as well. On the right one, that's the the taller bit. Uh, no, the so that taller bit is maintenance. Mm-hmm. But the blue bit on the left is where the restaurant is, and then that lower down bit is like a nice little bar area. Mm. I have quite a few photos in there, but yeah. Oh yeah, you go it, it, you go to the bar a lot. Well, we'll what? <laughs> <laughs> what is the drinking age over there? Uh, four. Oh, not like the Germans. I see. No, well, there's this two, but yeah, I th- I thought it was quite cool. Indeed. So Scar, how's uh weather for you over there, across the pond? Oh, uh, you know, Florence. He's he's having a time. Um, <laughs> Have, having an episode. Yeah, he's just doing his thing. You know, old Florence. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's not so bad for me personally, being in the mountains. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, supposed to hit up here harder, like tomorrow. What day is it? Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they said it was supposed to hit like Sunday or Monday. So yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'll survive. Or if I yeah. Well, if I don't, then this podcast probably won't get posted. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bit tragic. Um. 
But uh, also... Uh, well, the tragic yeah, part is uh, that the podcast won't be posted anywhere, because yeah. I won't be there to run the feed and stuff. Yeah, I'll have to try one uh, things. That's the part that'll be tragic about it. Um, <laughs> Me learning things. Yeah. Um, You've learned how to save images and send them to me. Um, yeah. So. I'm, I'm improving. Also, you learned how to take a screenshot on Windows, which yeah. honestly is way harder than it should be. So I can yeah. commend you for that. Because <laughs> if I do some screenshots, it takes too much. But if I do uh, clipping, snipping towards, uh, it takes too much time. <laughs> which is just great yeah but also uh the whole hurricane florence thing i have uh we talked about it at school and you just opened up the news and watched it and it was just like uh haven't they opened up like both ways of the highway and everyone's just going down it as fast as possible oh prob- well, not probably near the coast yeah <laughs> yeah um and they're all stocky up on supplies which is just like some kind of like apocalyptic okay. type thing. Yeah. That's that's something I never really understand. Like it happens a bit here when we get a snowstorm coming in as well. Like even if it's just like an inch of snow, people will go to the grocery store and, and buy all of the bread. And you walk in and there's like all of the shelves are empty and there's one loaf of bread that's like in the middle of the aisle that's been stomped on. And it's like, we, we're getting an inch of snow tomorrow. Why has this happened? <laughs> um, Everyone's like boarded up their doors. Yeah. Shotguns at the ready. Yeah. There's, I, there are people filling bathtubs full of water just in case like the the plumbing goes out or something. Like, <laughs> what? They're going to use like... There's gonna be like Mad Max style walls over the water. It's like people in massive spiky cars run over people to get water and fuel. Yeah, yeah, gas stations like running out of gas. Like, what? This shouldn't be happening. Um, <laughs> I understand if you are, if you're near the coast, or if you're in an area which is gonna be dangerous. But yeah. even. Yeah. Even then, like, you know, even if you're talking in a scenario where your house could be swept away by water, like, having, like, eight loaves of bread in your fridge are not gonna, that's not gonna help you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is like this you necessary? Throw the bread into the, you throw the bread into the water. It'll save me, I swear. It'll your bread up. floats, It'll right? Up. What? I'm just building a raft of bread and milk. Milk as well, like, yeah. if your power goes out, what are you going to do with your milk? It's going to go bad. Drink all of it. <laughs> You're just chugging a gallon of milk. Like, <laughs> Throwing up. I'm prepared. Everywhere. You're just jealous because you didn't prepare. It's like, <laughs> what? What I would do in that situation is I would just tip out all the milk and then make a raft out of all the bottles. Yeah. But No, see, that's, that, that like, seems that's... practical. But you could also just <laughs> buy, like, an inflatable raft. <laughs> For a lot less money. Yeah, you you probably could. I think we should make a spreadsheet of like all the like survival tools versus like the practical price. So it's like practical. Yeah. Per insanity. The next episode of the Minty Boys podcast will be Wobble Survival Guide: Survive <laughs> the Apocalypse with your Wob Boy. But you only have a hundred pound budget. Right. 
everything has to weigh under 100 pounds. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Has to be under... Uh... Are you trying to do a currency conversion right now? Uh, so 100 sterling. $130.70. Mm. Yeah, it's just insane the, pe- the lengths people go to for the weather slightly changing. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Like those uh, apocalypse preppers that buy out bunkers and just <laughs> buy like, just crap tons of food and ammo and just like... Hey, but when the zombie apocalypse comes, they'll be ready. <laughs> you just need to be in contact with at least one of them and then uh you'll you'll be set there are like nuclear bunkers like i've seen one where it's underground and then it's just like uh it's just just it's the whole bunker is set up to be like a nice lovely house and then there's a whole bit where it's like astroturf and a nice garden and i'll say that just must be really depressing because <laughs> you just look outside your fake kitchen into your fake garden it's like hey but when you compare it to the other people in their bunker looking out looking at concrete at their concrete <laughs> like eating soylent they're gonna be wishing they had a fake garden <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough um i don't know but... people just do funny things when they're panicking yeah definitely it's humans are weird yeah uh and yeah i think reminds me how there's going to be a space hotel now but i bet now people just gotta start making space bunkers space bunker it's like well i mean it just has to be a normal spaceship yeah unless that's a pretty big like nuclear explosion or solar flares or the problem is i don't know how you you get to your bunker in time uh like pay spacex to do it like it's it's lovely that you've got a bunker like out in california somewhere or nevada or whatever like but you'll probably only have five hours to respond and you're right but when your city when your city gets nuked and you're like oh time to go to my bunker oh no i'm dead (laughs) like (laughs) and same with the space bunker like that actually i could see that being a thing um to to like protect you you from like like asteroids and stuff like but you would have to know months in advance for that type of thing yeah like what because elon Musk you're just gonna hijack like a spacex rocket and like somehow get it set up and launch all by yourself like what's how are you getting to your space (laughs) bunker in time before the whole before the meteor hits yeah i could just imagine the whole crew they're just sitting around the boardroom one afternoon like let's just send another rocket let's just Let's just do it. I mean, what, how long? Yeah, five minutes till we go home. Yeah, just set it up. Set up the live stream, all the cameras. Yeah, I, I think we can do this. <laughs> just but, yeah. launching into space out of boredom. Yeah. One of those scary pop-ups was like, oh, do you want us to update the software? We'll need to restart your everything. <clears throat> That's not fun. Um, if... If anything, like, if anyone was to have a space bunker, I could see someone like Elon Musk having having it, but it would just be a, a station that he lives in and, like, runs his business businesses from, and he would never, like, leave it, you know? Yeah. 
it wouldn't be the kind of thing where it's like oh if a meteor is coming i'm gonna quick hop on a spaceship and go to my bunker like that's yeah good luck getting there in time and safely and everything yeah but yet again while all those people were preparing when the apocalypse actually does happen there's just gonna be people watching from mars like oh right (laughs) they have to deal with civilization (laughs) actually yet again we'll probably have moved to mars and then all the sane people all the like people that want to advance humanity want to go back to earth so we're just going to be bouncing between the two planets for the next billion years i think so <laughs> yeah that sounds like great fun so i i see on the notes here bleep test right i don't know yeah. what that is please elaborate it's so it's this fitness test that is mandatory in the uk just so the government could see how fit the children are and pretty much uk government interested in fit children got it okay continue (laughs) that's another scandal is it the Um, government officials particularly or just the government at large i I would guess it's that education and health thing Mm, okay um so pretty much it's 20 meters of running so between these two lines there's 20 meters um and you run but when you get to the line there'll be a beep or well when you get to the line you probably would have to wait a bit because it starts off quite slow there'll be a beep and then you turn back and run back to the other line oh and then it beeps again yeah okay and you keep doing that and then it gets faster and faster and faster until you can't make and then, it yeah until you if you go if you're behind the beeps three times in a row, you're out. Uh, it, I read it not because, like, I mean, I enjoy running and exercise and that type of thing. Wait, you get three? The... Three strikes and you're out, yeah. So it might be like you were a, a foot behind, so then you can just speed up. Because it might, unless it's like you're two bleeps behind, then you'll probably get kicked out. But not like as in, you'd have to be going really slow for that. Yeah, um... um... No, I, I've taken this, I've actually taken this test before, I just didn't recognize the name. The name, yeah. Um, I don't think I took it in in high school, but um, I have to, have done it before, but we only got one strike. Already? Yeah, you could be behind once, but then the second time you were out. Alright, yeah. It sounds like you got <clears throat> extra extra strikes there to to buff I up think your stats. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you miss it, uh, you can speed up. It, I think they do it just so people, like, if people are just out of the pace a bit, because it does speed up quite weirdly, mm-hmm. um, you can still catch up. Um, but yeah, it's so repetitive and boring. I mean, I wish it'd be like, oh, you could listen to podcasts or music while you do this. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll probably go on forever. But, yeah. Uh, actually, there are stories and stuff that there was this footballer, not sure who he is, who he is, probably editing wobbles or someone will put it in now um or not it maybe it'll get cut um apparently uh he was able to do it and it stopped at like 29 where it's just literally just sprinting between tw- like just 20 meters str- sprint constantly mm-hmm. um which i mean i think that's just not healthy is how much work you'd have to be doing right yet again they are footballers and they have to run like quite like quite a long distance in football yeah and and constantly be turning and running a different direction and stuff what it 
what well, a better idea if if you're a slightly fancier school so you just have a running machine that just gradually speeds up over time and then they time how long you are on it yeah but then you're not you're not turning which i feel like is an important part of that yeah i guess yeah it yeah it, like agility and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah i think i got uh 8.3 this year um well last year i have to do it thank golly gosh um do you have to but, run the mile as well? That's usually included in those sorts of things. We some we used to do this thing called cross country, where we just go to this field that's nearby my school, and then we do this big loop where you go through the woods. It's quite a nice, pleasant run, especially, well, what happened uh, the last time I ever did it last year, it just started hailing. That was not fun. <laughs> uh, t- but once it cleared up, it looked really pretty as like it melted into the grass. But yeah, it was it was quite fun. Do they, um, do they time it though? Um, yeah, they time you and they give you a number and stuff. I haven't checked my time. I probably should do that before they get the new kids in and then do it. Hmm. Probably be best. But yeah, first year I hated it, but over time I've gradually just been like, well, can't change anything about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's quite weird because it feels like sports is quite a central thing in British culture. So like every break time, all you probably could do is either talk or be playing a sport mm-hmm. or yeah it's quite few and far between uh it's probably mainly soccer or football or well, soccer sash football yeah yeah that's i that's quite fun uh especially when there's like 20 kids uh two-thirds your height that they're very easy to push over i mean <laughs> i don't know i was always the the short soccer player that's like running around with the ball dash between your legs make a goal yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know about quite easy to to push over but <laughs> yeah um but it's quite fun because there's not many people that are just absolutely terrible with football and if they are they're not playing they're just sitting off somewhere talking right but yeah it's quite a fun sport uh i normally play defender because all that involves is if ball kick away in the opposite direction of your goal <laughs> which seems to be normally what it is or intercepting the ball and stuff like in my ho- uh, school we do uh in-house challenges where the schoolhouses do sports against each other so we do like football ultimate frisbee basketball that's quite fun uh but football's normally quite good because it's pretty much just down to luck because it's not like Harry Potter where they pick up the teams. So one year you could have an atrocious team that doesn't know how to play football. And then like another year you have a team that's the next elite force of footballers. Right. Yeah, same with like most of the other sports, like basketball. Um, it's just luck if you get the tall, fast kids or the people that have practiced basketball or the short, stocky kids that play it like netball. Um, yeah, I... I do find sports quite fun. Yeah, I, I've never gotten too into them, but I do enjoy soccer. Yeah. And I don't know, I find them I find them entertaining to watch sometimes. Um, yeah. They, they, I don't just outright hate them. Like a lot of a lot of like nerdier people are just like, oh, sports bad. It's like, yeah, eh. Um, they're, they're all right. Yeah. They're just really, they're just games. And I do like, games like video games board games sports is just like another it's a type type it's of game genre. Yeah. yeah uh yeah it's quite fun yeah mm-hmm. i think definitely what's fun about watching professional football 
um, slash soccer is uh, is just watching millionaires fighting each other pretty much and then tripping each other up or faking to be tripped up, <laughs> which all it's evolved to to nowadays. It, like it, the sport may have as well not be that. They just put a bunch of millionaires in a ring and watch them kick each other violently. That is a funny way to think about that. Yeah. Um. Sometimes uh, I was watching it with my cousin once, and um, we were just thinking of like really funny ways how we can make it better. But it's like so at half time. After half time, the ball is worth two times more points, and then at quarter time, it's also it's then worth four times, and then just like someone it good further and further down until someone scores. Oh in the last yeah! So if you wins, hit, like, if you get a goal in the last ten seconds. That would be like yeah, the golden yeah. snitch. It's like two hundred yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would just be like just ridiculous. Um, or we were like, <laughs> maybe what if you just put loads of weapons in the middle, um, and then just everyone runs in, grabs a weapon, and then yeah, or you put in a bunch of chickens, <laughs> chop lop off their heads so they're just running around in circles, and then put time bombs but go off randomly um or another really fun idea where it's there's a bomb inside the football and after a certain amount of touches it will explode but the number of touches is randomized each time which i think is like my favorite you could sit there and and dribble it a bunch and really yeah, tempt well, fate, yeah. and then you could kick it straight maybe, at maybe. the goalie and he catches it and it's it explodes like, like. <laughs> There's <laughs> like the odd chance it's like the first touch the song go- runs up passes it to them so i think it the, the sport would probably drop in popularity because any game you could play would be your last it's game. just is making me think of like mario party minigame style <laughs> like oh yeah is the one we have to block yeah the there's the one with the balloon that's basically the same thing yeah <laughs> I think eventually we had mixed so many ideas together. We were like, no one would be actually playing football. They'd be playing run away from the explosions. Right. <laughs> but if you kick a chicken by accident, you lose 10 points or something. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> or we thought of a better idea is like, lo- like the one where every time it halves, it goes up by a power of two. You have like, m- like two footballs and one is worth one point And then the other one is like worth two points. Hmm. So then it would just be like, yeah, for, it'll, it'll for, mix up the gameplay a bit. For clarification, if you kick a chicken on purpose, you also lose ten points. I that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I realized I said by accident, like that was the qualifier. <laughs> um, that would be interesting. It would also be cool if there were different sized balls, because if you think about it, like mm. a larger ball would be harder to get into the goal because it would be easier to block. Yeah. But like a small, but... a small ball could be be harder to yeah you could like probably just fling it in into the goal really easily because it would be so difficult for anyone to to block so that that would be interesting if there were three balls in play at the same time because then as well you would have to like if you're defending you'd have to keep an eye on like multiple things yeah so so if there was like a normal sized ball that gives you one point and then like one that's like two or three times the size but only like gives you like the next half a point, point or something. Yeah. Or no, it would it, the big one would give you like like three points, and then the the tiny one would give you like half a point. Yeah. Or maybe in like extreme versions of the game, 
um, like, uh, they would use, you know, there's, like, comically massive balls that are, like, the size of cars that you can buy online. Oh, that, yeah. I mean... That would be worth, like, 20 points. Would that fit in the goal, though? <laughs> I mean, it's flickable, so you'd have to, like... Yeah, you would be able... To, I think that would be the only circumstance where handballing would be okay. <laughs> no, they'd have to make it out of, like, proper material, but also make it light enough oh, yeah. to where it would... You could kick it. I don't know. Yeah, what well, you would have to run out it, but have your arms behind your back. <laughs> yeah, just to be. You could be pushing it with your head. That's okay. That's allowed. Yeah. You'd be going for like a header, but you're like. But just, just running forward. Yeah, c- constant. You just do the weirdo run, and you'll be safe. Yeah. <laughs> but then. Like, imagine, like, if someone intercepted the ball, then two people were running at each other without realising. <laughs> that, that would just be a really bad head injury. Or you have, it becomes like, like, in American football, where you have, like, those guys that just grab each other and push each other back and forth. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I, I still don't really understand American football, and I'm the American here, but... Um, yeah. But it would be like that, but it's just, you have both teams just pushing the big ball with their heads on either side maybe it could be more like rugby like how would a scrub work actually because the the ball is massive so in rugby you have this thing called a scrub where you have because i think it's two teams of seven or i forgot how it's divided up so but what we did in uh pe because there weren't enough of us Mm -hmm. We had four people on the front that would lock heads and head, heads and arms, then three people behind who were supporting those four people, and then the ball would be rolled underneath, and then you, and then the two teams just push against each other, and that's how all games start. But imagine, like, yeah, yeah, it, it's quite fun to do because you get to push your friends over. Same with rug, rugby tackles and everything. Um, but with a massive ball, ball, you would just like, there's all these like tough guys that like pushing into each other, getting ready. And then there's this massive ball just comes over and crushes them. <laughs> Quite comedic. Yeah. Like whichever side won out would just ro- like roll the ball <laughs> over the other team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you did the strategy of have someone come around the side and kick it out. And then oh, yeah. the <laughs> teams just run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah actually people always talk about how like oh how is american football and rugby different but rugby you can only pass backwards and uh i guess it's a lot more intense because there's no art like like the most armor you wear would be a gum shield so your teeth didn't come out right yeah you're not you're not uh, padded in the same way and and you can yeah. only throw it backwards i didn't know that that's that's interesting it adds uh or when they kick it only people from behind them when they started to kick it can run onto it mm. i've got quite a not fun story about rugby so we're playing was playing it and there was this quite fast kid who was also quite strong and whenever he got the ball he would just sprint um and everyone would be diving to get him so one time he was running, I was also running, I dived down to rugby tackle him, but he just continued to run over me. Um, and it 
uh, it felt like the organs in my body had just reshifted. Um, it wasn't very fun, and I just lay down on the floor, just like everything hurts. Oh Jesus! And that's um, how I almost died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or one time we were doing a scrub, and my arm. Uh, and then, because there were so many kids piled up, my I couldn't move my left arm, so I was just trapped under this heap of children. Or oh, and it was just like, oh god, no, <laughs> not like this. <laughs> yeah, not again. Um, <laughs> I... Flashbacks to Nam. Did you say flashbacks to Nam? <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that one rule alone makes it a much more brutal game because. That means yeah. en- any distance that you travel, you have to be, like, pushing your way there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I've been inactive for so long, my PC fell asleep. Oh, thank God, it's back on. Um, <laughs> it was about, it was like, my screens went black as they were about to go to sleep, but I just moved my mouse around frantically. Anyway. Yeah, but in football, <laughs> in American football, you throw, you can throw the ball and have someone catch it like that's way down the field and yeah so that's you don't have to be like pushing people and like running past people the whole way you can just like you know chuck it downfield and hope that someone on your team catches it like yeah it's it it that's uh, much less brutal and then on top of that the padding and everything else uh, yeah uh in the P lessons, we would do this practice where we would all line up, and someone on the right side or left side, depending which way they wanted to practice, like, because you could throw it right-handed or left-handed. So if they're on the left, you would throw it left-handed, and then if they're on the right, you throw it right-handed. Because um, it's really weird how you throw a rugby ball, because you put your one hand on the back of it, and then another hand on the front to guide it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you swing it back, you swing it backwards, and then, yeah. So what we would do is someone would run then like a second after someone else would start running and then we'd pass it back but as soon as you pass it back you have to sprint forward to make up the lost ground which makes it really interesting uh but one time there was this kid who didn't really understand what was happening so they kept passing it back and then he was like in the middle of the chain because it was meant to go all the way to the bottom of the chain before we got to the other end of this field so Mm -hmm. he got it and then he just decided to carry on sprinting and not pass it backwards it's like you don't you don't understand the purpose of this exercise do you (laughs) um uh but yeah it we had also practiced how to take a tackle as well uh mainly so we didn't kill each other but also when you fall backwards you fall onto your side so you don't damage your back Mm -hmm. and if you have the ball you keep it because you normally keep it close to your chest uh but you meant to dive back and put the ball backwards behind you so then someone behind you can run up and grab it which is quite interesting yeah the the game doesn't stop if you fall over no it just keeps going everything is practiced yeah or if uh i think if anyone like passes forward or anything the other team gets to do a thing where you uh squat down and throw it through your legs and then everyone runs forward to the ball yeah funny see that's another thing that's like a constant complaint about american football is that there's so many situations that just pause the game it's like yeah 
oh, the the ball touched the ground and it's not supposed to do that, so we need to like like just pause the clock and everyone reform and we're discuss our strategies again, like where do we go from here? It's like Oh it's, it's like in rugby it's someone gets crushed by ten guys, they still keep running. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> American football is almost like turn based strategy as opposed to like yeah. real time strategy. And also what's different is uh what uh which I've heard someone I've talked to someone about like the difference between American and rugby and everything. Um and they were like uh, how it works is that the if in American football, the coach will tell you what to do, when to do it, and so on. Mm-hmm. But in like more like rugby, it's much more like the coaches uh, teaches them how to do stuff, trains them. But then it's up to the team to decide a strategy amongst themselves instead of uh, someone else doing it for them. Mm-hmm. Which I think is quite a cool like makes. Like yeah, teamwork instead of, uh, you do this, 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 and this, and then you do that, followed by that. It's right. much more free will based, I guess. Yeah, I don't so know it's... how much of that happens. I'm sure some of that happens in American football as well, but yeah, yeah, but of course. Yeah, it's... I think a lot of it is like, you know, they have like their orders to follow. <laughs> yeah, but I think in rugby you don't have any positions, whereas. Uh, America football, you do. Uh, I guess in soccer, uh, slash football, you do. Uh, like you have striker, attacker, midfield, uh, and then yeah, left, left wing, right wing, everything. Um, but those are just like vague guidelines of where you should be going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's preferred that you're meant to. St- uh, it's preferred that you stick to them, uh, and that type of thing. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but you can if. You can't just... Well, I guess in any sport, you could do whatever. You could kick the ball out the stadium, then flip off everyone. Uh, but that's no fun. No, but like you're saying, like, the referee won't jump out and, like, start blowing whistles at people if, like... And then be like, okay, we have to start from here and then go on. If, a, like, someone who's supposed to be defending gets the ball and, like, just goes and gets a goal, like... Yeah. That would be like, nope, that didn't count. Nope, that never happened. Yeah. You gotta remove all history of it. Yeah. Um, That's not illegal. It's, it's quite... just not like, it's not what the, what the plan is going into it. <laughs> yeah, because they have all these different formations uh, and everything. Uh, it's funny how they have, like, the manager system where it's just some millionaire uh, bought them. Sometimes it, I guess, like, well, this is kind of my assumption. I guess sometimes it's like someone that's passionate for the team and wants them to succeed mm-hmm. or it's like oh what's this another mo- way to make lots of money oh, i'm gonna buy this yeah as in, like it's an Im- investment asset instead of uh i want to buy this team so i could train them up and be the best they could be yeah i always um, think that's like kind of weird and gross like I'm, I'm all for someone who like really likes sports buying like a sports team and and trying to like manage them and stuff like yeah go for it but yeah i think it's weird uh, when it's it's not something you're passionate about and you're just like oh i just own that that baseball team because they make money like yeah why it's yeah be like if if Uh, you like hated video games but then you like bought nintendo and like ran ran it into the ground like why did you do this yeah (laughs) 
Why would that be a good investment? You know nothing about this industry. Yeah. Actually, yeah, a good example of someone that's passionate about the team is in the World Cup at the end of the England-Croatia game where we lost. Um, Mm -hmm. The England manager went up to each individual player and congratulated them for getting this far and, uh, yeah, just, like, yeah, right. congratulations for them getting this far and everything. And uh, just kept, like, uh, telling them, like, uh, yeah, well, this is, you did wrong, but you're still an amazing player and everything. And I think that's, like, an actual show of, oh, he's actually passionate for the team. Not like, oh, well, uh, I just have this for money so I can have a bigger house. Yeah. Um, the fact that he was even, like, there to, to oh, yeah, some yeah, the, extent. Uh, football managers are there. They, they're on the side. And they're like uh, telling orders to the team once like they come. So they're like, oh, yeah, what you're doing is good, but you could improve by doing this, this and this. And then the team would go on. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, it's quick. Um, most of them are actually just ex-football players. So they know their stuff. See, that's good. I, I yeah. think um, people who own sports teams that like weren't previous players is where you run into more problems of like why why do you own this besides that you have a lot of money yeah yeah it is a bit odd um yeah um speaking of a lot of money did you see that apple announcement oh oh yeah yeah uh i keep seeing it everywhere where it's like this is big yeah, it was real big. So. And when I say this, that's what she said, then click onto another tab. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've released, what, the iPhone XS and the iPhone XR series mm-hmm. and stuff. They they and, would uh, say 10S and 10R. I would say, where is 9? So <laughs> I'm okay with calling it XS. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess, I haven't really seen much, but I know they are made to have like a bigger display size um uh and or another prof uh, way to make lots of money i mean (laughs) a way to make the consumer happy and yeah Uh, i haven't really looked into that that much but i just saw that it was a a thing and it was just uh was quite interested how it's like the iphone x and it's it's still very new and yet they were like, oh, hey, buy this new thing. You want this new thing? I think you want this new thing. Yeah, uh, I was... Guess what? I was thinking There's this new thing. It doesn't feel like the X has been out that long, and yet the XS is already coming out. Um, yeah. I'm, I looked at I'm look, I looked at the website, and it's just like... They try and make it look all fancy and everything, but it's like... Yeah. I'm, I mean, honestly, it does look really nice, but... Yeah, it, it looks... Like, yeah, the iPhone XR especially, uh, I think it's probably the cheaper version of the iPhone XS, I guess, because it's got the the singular camera and everything, whereas the iPhone XS has the double camera and such. What, the uh, the Um, R? Yeah, the R is, like, the cheaper version of it. Right. Oh, no, wait, hang on. Uh, Yeah, it's, the the R is the equivalent of the the 5C, if you remember that, where it's, like, they used junkier parts to make it cheaper but yeah. they put it in uh they give you more color choices like yeah like the pretty colors uh, will will trick you into thinking it's 
it's not oh, no, made guess, out of cheap guess parts. What's, guess what they've called the screen? Uh, I Was it liquid retina or something? Yeah. It sounds so pretentious. Yeah, it's it's like uh, like Sega's blast processing or whatever. It's like oh yeah, big words, pretty colors, cool graphics. Um, it's exceptional materials, the most durable front glass ever in a smartphone. Precision, uh, precision machined, aerospaced, grade aluminum, grade aluminum bands, water and dust resistance. And uh, and six stunning new uh, finishes. Oh, I hate the way they always uh, they always say it's like like it's the most advanced technology ever in a smartphone. It's like they emphasize ever and then they do like a comma whenever they're announcing. Or or sometimes it's ever in an iPhone. It's like this is the largest screen ever in an iPhone. It's like (laughs) there's larger screens. In other smartphones, but this is the largest one yeah. in an iPhone, so, and yeah. they want to um, they want to emphasize the ever to make you think that that's where the period is, but then they do like yeah. dot dot it, dot in an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, looking at the slogans just uh, it makes me ill. Um, I think uh, if you look at the I think it's the iPad Mini slogan, it's light years ahead. Years ahead of what? The last iPad? Well, sure. <laughs> but it's like trying to be like, oh, yeah, we use we use science words. Yeah. Science words exist. Uh, um. <laughs> even though it doesn't mean actual yet. Never mind, it's fine. Yeah, yeah the main thing with the XR um, is that it's an LCD screen. Yeah. It's not the the um what o l c d or whatever o o l e d what are what are letters yeah. oh, that, oh, that, oh that's just x if you go to the iphone bit they are only advertising from iphone 7 upwards i think it's quite great how they're right i mean well, i don't think they fair enough, i think those are the ones that they huawei, will still sell you huawei, a new one yeah because if you do huawei if you go to the huawei website i don't know what that is um, they've just beat Apple in sales of phones, actually. Um, they're, yeah, the second, uh, yeah, they're the second biggest selling phone brand in the World Cup right now, just under Samsung. Hmm. So if you go to the, so if you go, yeah, if you go to their phone page, it's, so, Could you the, send me a link? like, yeah, sure, I'm just trying to find the web page I was on earlier. Uh, so if I, if you go. If you go phones, PC more, blah, 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 phones. So, you are. It's th- probably send you to redirect you to the US website. So, what I like is you go to the phones and it goes Huawei P20 Pro, which is their new camera, uh, their new phone, which has, like, AI-assisted camera. So, it adjusts all the lighting and everything. Like, even, like, it's the most advanced smartphone camera uh, to date, I think. Mm, and then the Huawei I mean... Mate, and then the... The the XS has all of that stuff. So yeah, um, but then instead of just cutting off like we didn't make anything, they do view all phones, so you can see everything they've done, um, which I think is phones. so it shows you all their new fancy stuff. But then you can go look at some of their older stuff by a couple of years, like oh yeah. So instead of Apple being like like they just forget everything from 
last generation because they've cheekily released three phones in one iPhone generation, which I think is just kind of uh, quite funny. So in the span of two years where they would have released one phone, they've just released, yeah, they've just released uh, like three phones. Well, it's the, they have the cheap model and the expensive model. And then yeah, okay, there's yeah. the the bigger expensive model. Yeah. Because people like different sizes. But, yeah. yeah. Actually, I can't see the iPhone X anymore. Is it under XS? No, I guess it's... I guess they're not selling them anymore because they want people to buy the yes. XS. I think maybe the iPhone X was like a proof of concept that they sold for £1,000. Yeah. And I think you can get an oh, XS for the price that the original one was. So Already? I don't know why you would want to buy an X. Like I mean, I suppose they could have had more in stock and like lowered the price of the X, but then they wouldn't make as much money. Um, right. I think uh, when I was doing a bit of research, I lo- I was just looking at a couple articles, and one of the articles was iPhone XS, uh, the final nail in the coffin for small phones. Yeah. But yeah, just looking at the website is just more pretentious than ever mm-hmm. um that's apple because you normally think of them as like a pretentious fancy spancy company mm-hmm. uh, but their website just escalates that even more yeah i mean and all that ad adverts and everything yeah the website embodies their their company which is good web design i guess um yeah but it's very yeah it's very maybe 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 if we ever make uh, if we make a website, it should just be me, be me, uh, like a website I made while I was trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah, it's just like there's loose code sticking out, and then like yeah. me explaining to you that like... like that's not how comments work. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, runs nine times faster than the A11. That doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very like curated but... kind of feel to their website. Um, in the same way that, like, they always want to curate your experience on, like, iOS and stuff. Um, Siri shortcuts are exciting, though, in the sense that... Yeah? It's actually giving yeah. you some control over how you want to use a thing. <gasps> what? <laughs> we have free will on our devices? Yeah, it's crazy. But I like how they're really vague with their... T- like, up to nine times faster than the A11. <gasps> Wow. Nine trillion. Oh, faster than the A11. We all know what wow. these chips are that are inside your phone, Apple, that are, like, proprietary. Like, what? Five trillion. Wow. Five trillion. That's more than... That's more than I could count to. Five trillion is more than you could count to. Even if you started yeah. as a baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. In fact, I, I um, don't think okay. it's really possible for someone to count to a billion. A11 Bionic. Uh, okay, let's just see what the A11s run at. See if it's, you know. So the A11 runs at 2.39 megahertz, uh, gigahertz. Uh, how much does the Snapdragon run at? See, here's my issue. If I go to pre order oh, an XS, yeah. an XS Max, uh, yeah, Space Gray, okay. If I get it with 512 gigabyte storage, it's the most expensive one they offer. It's yeah, 1449. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
that's more expensive than a lot of MacBooks. That's just a weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a weird thing to me that. Yeah. That a it, phone would be more expensive than a laptop. Seem yeah. seems odd. And what I also find weird is they're leaning towards facial recognition and how they're like, oh, you could have a beard and it would still recognize your face. But that's like someone could take your phone and then while you're asleep, unlock it. Or they've announced, uh, I've just seen this, they've announced um, a credit card system that works by Face ID. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible idea. Someone could easily take a photo of you or get a photo of you print it off and then just scan well it for every a photo wouldn't work because it uses a depth sensor of course so you'd have to make it so it would have to be yeah like a plaster of, of your face Model. um uh but it's yeah that's they advertise it like it's such a feature but it's been around the past it's kind of creepy it's like what if i don't want it to be doing that my old Nexus 7 from, like, 2012 had facial... Re- it was a more basic version, but they're still acting like it's like, oh, guys, let me tell... Imagine a camera that could recognize an object. And then yeah, that's their presentation. Mm-hmm. And also their lenience towards AirPods now it kind of makes me just really annoyed because wireless headphone technology isn't at a good point yet. I don't know. I kind of want um, some. They're expensive, but I want them. <laughs> I <laughs> Apple slogan. Yeah, <laughs> that really is. Um, I've uh, been seeing people using actually... them, and I've I've talked to some people who who have them, and I hear they are pretty nice. Yeah, actually, my sister one time just found a pair of the Sony wireless headphones just lying on the floor, and like just in the middle of London. And it was like she couldn't give them back to anyone because they're quite hard to ID. Right. So she just has. So she now just has these like two hundred pound slash two hundred thirty ish dollar uh, two hundred forty dollar right. headphones, which I think is like oh well she just picked them off off the street and she even has it like all the charger and everything. It's just like someone's just dropped it. Hmm. Um. Well. But yet again, if you have them, you probably have the money to buy another yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Free headphones, uh, I'll take it. Yeah, because uh. actually, I'm kind of like, yeah, I never really want to buy an iPhone, but if someone offered me one for free, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'd take it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I would enjoy having an XS, but I don't have, like... The funding. Yeah, I don't have the money to, to waste on that sort of expense. Like, I have an iPhone 7, and that's perfectly fine. Like, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather spend more time making that good and like working on like how i use my apps and stuff within that because like getting a new phone is nice but it's not it's not instantly like oh everything's better now it's like no it's it's still it's just a way of using something you know it's just a tool to (laughs) communicate through and to like yeah like you know if you play guitar and then you get like a nicer guitar. Yeah. It's like, yeah, now it sounds better. But if you don't know how to play and you have a nice guitar, it's like, oh, I guess this doesn't work very well. Like, I'd rather yeah. spend time perfecting the way I use my phone and how it helps me throughout the day than like standing in line going, oh, I'm going to get the new one and it's going to be so much better. It's only yeah. as good as the, the user. 
Yeah. Well, maybe we should do the Windows mentality and... Oh, new thing. Well, let's just uninstall the old thing and instantly replace it. <laughs> um, which is fun. Uh, yeah. What's that? You don't want but... to do updates right now? Too bad. What? What? Wait. What? Who doesn't want the update? I don't understand. What? what? How could you not want an update? We've already installed them. Sorry. I don't I don't even know why we asked, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a rhetorical question, to be fair. We're going to update it inevitably. Uh, my Windows partition literally did that to me one time where it asked, like, would you like to update? And then I started to click no, and then it popped up, update complete. I was like, uh, why, <laughs> why did you ask? <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I kind of wish if, because uh, Android are now making a PC OS, which just, it looks like the mobile OS, which I think is quite cool. But if it ran, um, if more game developers, like if it was easy to code for and like was like Windows, I would probably switch to that. Mm. Because I've used an Android phone most, like, all of my life, and I know they're a reliable OS. Um, and it's just like, oh, well, now my phone is the exact same as my computer. That's then interesting. I, I could I've help. not heard about then this. I could... Google is breaking into the operating system. Uh, well, the new, like, the Pixel books and everything, they're using a Android PC OS. And I think that's cool. If it was, like, how I could organize my phone and put everything neatly into a folder and be able to go through the interface easily and not have to open up uh, my file tab if I want to get some obscure file. I think that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, because I like playing video games, I, I don't really want to make the switch Yeah, yet. it's not ready yet. Um, but... It'd be great if that was an availability of things. But yeah. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> making switches and just switches in general... Um, <laughs> you've been playing any video games lately? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I play quite a lot of video games. Uh, I've been playing quite a lot of Borderlands 2, mm. which is quite fun. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a first-person shooter, and I know it's quite weird. It's very, like, level, like, it's an RPG kind of, like, level-up, grindy type thing. And then, like, you can switch out your weapons, sell weapons, buy weapons, and everything. And I've just been, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that quite a bit, especially since I've been playing with uh, a couple friends, and uh, yeah, I've been playing with someone that knows what they're doing. Because before I was like, ah, uh, um, because the game and everything is quite overwhelming at first, because when you're comparing weapon stats, it's like you have to compare ammo capacity, damage, accuracy, reload times, event. Apparently, like, if you're really good at it, like, if you know lots about the mm -hmm. game, you would even, like, look at the gun and be like, oh, how would this fire? Because, or reload. Because a couple, like, they're, how the, because, like, the backstory of the game is, like, there's all these brands that make the game, uh, the guns. So, even just by looking at a gun, you'll know a few things about the gun. So... Uh, like, there's this series of weapons called bandit weapons, and they normally have a long reload time. Right. But, uh, or I think 
I forgot the name exactly. Uh, I'll probably correct myself later on. I think they're green, yellow and black checkered and everything. And they're normally explosive type weapons and stuff. Uh, but it, it's quite an interesting game when you have to incorporate like guns and weapon efficiency. And then like you can buy upgrades for your guns and everything. And uh, also you can pick out heroes that have different abilities. And you can level them up in different ways. So a cl uh, some one class, there's a stat that ups accuracy and melee damage by 50% or something. But yeah, it's, qu it's, quite, an it's quite a good game. Because uh, it's a mindless shooter plus a like strategic uh, like resource management game. Yeah, as well. I've I've gotten into some shooters in the past, but I don't know that I've ever played one that has that sophisticated of like weapon stats of like yeah, and I assume those are customizable in some way. Um, think yeah, I think you can like uh, upgrade them in uh, certain mm -hmm. ways. Uh, as in, like, oh, they do uh, better damage or have a bigger clip size or something. Or magazine size. Yeah. Uh -oh. You don't want the, lots of people the gun lobby jumping <laughs> down your throat on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, I got Sonic Mania recently. Oh, yeah. Which, if you don't know, the Sonic games have been um, somewhat gotten a bad reputation lately for being um kind of terrible and like mm -hmm. glitchy and just and yeah. just like not good story sonic 66 <laughs> <clears throat> but sonic mania is really interesting because it goes back to like the retro sonic game yeah like roots and yeah. i think it was originally developed by a fan that ended up getting in touch with Sega and making it an official game, which which somewhat explains why it's so much better than some of the other games recently. Yeah, well, yeah I, th I think it's quite funny because uh, Sonic Team wasn't involved with it, and it's one of the best Sonic games ever. Yeah, it's like Sonic out. Team wasn't involved with it at all, and, and somehow it's like the best Sonic game to come out in, in years. Um, yeah. <laughs> I... But I went into to it like already knowing that general backstory of of the game's development, and I was like, "This is gonna be great!" Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. and then the menu is like all uh, retro Sonic feel, and then I, I can count the pixels. Yeah, exciting. Um, and then I started it, and within five minutes, I glitched through the floor and got stuck to where <laughs> I had to restart. <laughs> yeah, that that was a common complaint. Uh, as I've seen on like Reddit and stuff I, I like didn't, that. I didn't hear about that, but that that just that killed me a little bit it. inside. I was like, yeah, this one's this one's gonna be different, and then yeah. just immediately gets stuck. Mm. But to be fair, I haven't had any problems with it since. It was just it was so perfect that like my first time playing the game it glitched out it, horribly. Yeah, like it glitched out to where I, I needed to like pause and quit the level. Um, yeah. I have watched the YouTuber uh, Nerd Cubed. I've been watching, binge watching his uh, challenge series, but uh, I do remember one he's done recently where he was playing Sonic Mania, mm -hmm. and he was trying to beat the world record for well, like the S rank time for the speed challenge. So it was just him accidentally like touching one pixel wrong and then restarting. <laughs> I... <laughs> Which I think is quite funny. 
he's he's a funny guy. I can't yeah. play like speed run. I, I I don't know. I can't get into that um, mentality because yeah, it's people just obsess over it, and I feel like it like anything just shave yeah seconds off. and uh, and also like a lot of them use glitches and things and it's like i feel like it kind of kills the game yeah uh it, it definitely watching i sometimes i've watched a couple half-life 2 speed runs and it completely destroys the immersion for me because you think oh yeah i'm running through the city but then you watch someone glitch out the map and then just show you it's a skybox with some concrete slabs in and you're like oh, 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 oh. yeah no my and even even ones that don't use glitches, it's always about like the optimal best strategy. And I can't stand when yeah. people play video games in that way, like like the same way. Or yeah, it's like again. it's like this. I I looked up online, and this is how the internet told me to play this game. So this is what I'm gonna do step by step. And it's like, no, you just you just go explore, and you come up with your own strategy, and you try different things. And it's like that's how you have fun. People don't know how to have fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I have tried to do a speed run of Portal Two, but it wasn't like glitching. It's just because I've played the game so many times for so right. long, I can either look at a puzzle and know what to do, and be like, "Oh yeah," or just be like, "Oh, I remember this puzzle. You have to do this, this, and this." It kind of ruins the game. But I think I've done because sometimes what I would do is I would I play Portal Two, I play it all the way through in like two days, mm-hmm. then I leave it for six months. I come back to it and be like, "Oh, I." forgot how these puzzles work do it again but i think because i've done it like rent that rinse and repeat style like on a six month like time cycle mm-hmm. that i just kind of remember most of them now and right. the whole puzzle aspects right ruined. and so that's different that's why i kind of want to get that, that's different but that's yeah. a good example because like i can guarantee there's people out there who first time playing that game just looked up a walkthrough and did it like step by step and it was like oh this game's boring it's like because you didn't play the game right. <laughs> yeah. Like here's the thing. Actually, what I did is I played. I played it, but uh, so I was watching YouTube that was doing a walkthrough. But what I did is I played it as if it was a race against upload time. Um, <laughs> but if I got stuck on a bit, I would be like, okay, I'm gonna keep trying at this until they release the next video, and then yeah. And then if I can't do it, uh, I'll yeah I'll just watch the video. And then if I can do it, I'll just continue beating them. Yeah. Um, See, that's something that I I find is if I'm gonna do a speed run, that's the kind of speed run that I want to do. It's like I'm not I'm not trying to get a world record of like breaking four seconds the game <laughs> and like doing everything pixel perfect. Like I'm an AI that's been programmed to to play portal 2 um yeah <laughs> like i would i i just like the idea of racing someone that's like that's yeah that's the game i'm playing at that point is i'm i'm like like if we were to both play portal 2 and race through it um you would mm. definitely beat me because i haven't played it nearly as much as you but but it would be fun and i would i would try but i feel mm. like at, at that point i'm i'm playing the meta game of can i get through this game before wobbles can or or can you get through this game before someone uploads a video it's like that's that's it that's the game you're playing at that point you're not playing like oh can i figure out these puzzles yeah that's 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 giving me an idea for another project anyway yeah 
Um, yeah, we might have to talk yeah. about that later. Actually, it, yeah, uh, it reminds me of uh, so that what we've been talking about kind of reminds me of the weird train like naming system in the UK. Because in the UK you have the slow trains which stop at every stop, and then you have fast trains which go from like two major towns to London, like an express route. Yeah, but for some reason they've added this third classification which is semi-fast train. And I'm like, what does that? What is it like every other stop? Mm. Or, but yeah, that just reminded me because it's like you're doing a semi-speed run. Yeah, yeah. She uh, one time I was at a train station, and uh, I was talking about uh, like the naming system of my dad, and like there was the announcement like, this train coming does not stop at this station, and we we're like, okay, well who's gonna jump onto a moving train? But then this train comes by and it's just going really like like s- quite slowly. And when I just turned to my dad, well, I bet that's a semi-fast train. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like that's a terrible... I don't know. I guess I would have to know the specifics on, on the routes and stuff. But yeah. if it was, like you were saying, like every other stop or something, that I would almost certainly end up getting on that train and then finding out the stop I needed to go to is one of the ones that skips because it's semi- semi-fast. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's like it, it takes most of the big stops, but it it just skips the one that I wanted, and it's like, oh, I didn't know that when I was getting on, but like, yeah, uh, I think it, it, I get, yeah, I think the fast trains are for big commuter people that live right. Obviously, uh, those like ones they, make they sense. They live in and, and a, a train yeah. which stops at every stop makes sense, but yeah, um, I I think yeah, sometimes when I take the train to school, yeah, I do take a train that stops at every station, but. That's not, yeah. Actually, apparently, like, this, uh, my dad tells me because I go with him when he goes into work sometimes. Um, but as in, sometimes when he goes into work, the next station, like, the station after I get off, the train is just packed. But luckily, because we get on a, a station where no one goes, we're able to get a seat. And because Thameslink has been, they've been silly billies, and they've been fiddling with something that didn't need to be fiddled with. So then, the fast train service is all, like, messed up and then now because you used to be able to take a train from london to brighton which had the coast Mm -hmm. so that was just a straight line but they fiddled with the timetable where take the train from starts in a town called quite like a like quite a big like commuter place called bedford and then you go down to greenwich in london then you do a changeover and then you take the train down to brighton and I'm like, what, 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 what needed to be changed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for replacing our perfectly fine system with a less functional system. Uh, yeah. Great improvement. This yeah. is why um, sometimes you don't want the updates, Microsoft. Some, sometimes <laughs> you don't want them. <laughs> yep. But they're like, oh, oh, you you didn't want? Oh, well, it's already done. Sorry. Yeah, actually, there was some controversy the uh a couple of weeks ago where the CEO of Thameslink took a photo of him a uh, selfie of himself in first class, but you could see in the back all the people crammed in the train, <laughs> and they got so many angry responses of people. It's like <laughs> it's just like you have changed the timetable so it's inconvenient for everyone where you're sitting in your ivory tower. Some people in first class. Some people just have no tact. Like, you should look at that and immediately realize, like, this is not gonna go over well. I should not post this. 
Like yeah, I've got uh, a story about how the timetable has screwed me over. So I was taking the train home with my dad. So I was on like I think like platform two. So that's the middle island bit. And there was this train that had came along that was going to terminate at the next stop, but it had stopped there for an unusual amount of time. And the train we were going to take was just after that one. And you're like, there's no way those two trains could move in time without crashing into each other. And then this other train pulls up, like, platform one or four, so they're, like, quite a bit distance away. And that train was there. And then we realised, wait, hang on. I think that's the train we were meant to get. And then it left. <laughs> Because what they normally do, they're normally like, the train uh, that will be going to uh, Little Billington will now be going to the Middle Upper Sideways Spoopershire. Um, and then they'll be like, oh, well, now I know to go to but no platform. But then it's like, no announcement. And then it, well, uh, it also screwed over a couple of people that were with us, because what we did, we were all sitting on the platform. And then all of us that were waiting for that train, we all just simultaneously looked over and realised our, our mistake, or their mistake. Right. So then I ended up getting home, like, uh, an hour later, because, uh, because the, well, I don't know, like, yeah, because that train, I think, the train we were meant to be taking was cancelled uh, in between those two, and then we had to, because they come every, like, 20 minutes, half an hour, but it's just, it's really annoying. Yeah how you yeah. can't make a change like that like in my town there's this but, bus system and they they've just recently changed it up pretty drastically but but you have to like announce that sort of thing you have to make it very public and it, yeah if if yeah. you have a speaker announcement that goes over in the train station it's like like five minutes before th- then normally. you need to update that when you make the change you don't need to have it on like the old system or just have it be silent and like yeah yeah and then when it's like a major backbone of someone's transportation like way of getting around and being able to do stuff it's quite bad well it's probably happened a couple times already and it's just crazy how it's like it how easy the system could fail by someone not checking a monitor at the right time or something Maybe they should have like Google glasses, <laughs> like like violently vibrate when there's a train being cancelled or something. But yeah, to look on the bright side, the train that we would have got on looked absolutely packed. So <laughs> maybe that's why they didn't yeah. say anything. Maybe they're like, it's too full. Yeah, <laughs> it's like nah. That happens sometimes where there's <sighs> the bus I take. There's a stop just before where I live that is like. Yeah. That's where most of the people who ride that bus get on and off. So it's yeah. like, they will fill up with people on that stop, and then it'll get to my stop where I'm waiting, and it's it's just like, oh, it's full, so we're not, we can't let you on, and then they just drive past. And it's like, <laughs> that could happen every time there, because the, the stop just before mine is so, it's like big student apartment building where it's a ton oh, yeah. of people always like pile on. One time I was taking the bus through London. I was like, oh, this is taking a while. So I went uh, and talked to my sister because she was the one that uh, knew where we were going and everything. So I just like was like, oh, hey, where are we going? And it's like, oh, uh, yes, 27 stops away. <laughs> and it's like m- one of them was literally down the road from the other bus stop. And it's like, 
literally just had to walk walk like a block and you'd be there so it, i i was kind of like oh yeah that makes sense that london's quite dense but sometimes i would see them and they're just like down the road not like opposite sides of the road like less than like well like less than 300 meters away from each other I, I was like oh that's just stupid yeah, I, isn't it i have two stops there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that just seems like it would be slowing your train down if i know anything from playing mini metro oh yeah it was uh, the, actually the tube system is very efficient and so is the dlr but it's just kind of lacking behind in our buses actually double decker buses good investment uh yeah, yeah but not bus stops down the road from each other. i mean it was quite nice just sitting up on the top of the double decker bus look at all the london scenery yeah i've never been on one they're not very common uh, here yeah, yeah fair enough. um it, it always does annoy me though when the bus drives past because it's full it's like it's not it's do you not have a stop it's not that full do you not have a stop button no oh really what? yeah but, i oh. don't know why they don't have that that seems like such an easy thing to implement yeah because it it's a bell uh, yeah you push it, it goes ding and then the bus will pull over at the next stop oh no that that is when you're on the bus i'm saying oh is it yeah not when as you're in... waiting to for the bus to oh. pick you up in the UK, we have the system where if there's a bus coming and it's quite a small stop, you put your hand out and a thumb, and then the bus the bus driver will see. Yeah, no, the bus driver sees. It's just if they think that their bus is too full. Oh, I see. Right. They will just yeah. keep driving. Um, which is annoying because I know I would fit. Like I'm not that big. I could fit. Yeah. People can can <laughs> scrunch together even more. Like. Yeah. It's it it gets very full where everyone's like standing up and there's no room really, but it's not like, you know, Tokyo yeah. train full. Like we could we or could the, cram or the tube at rush hour. That's that's uh that's very warm and sweaty. And I'm sure if I was at that previous stop, I would have just gotten on with everyone else. You know, it would have been an yeah. issue. But then because he's like he leaves that stop and then there's another stop, he's like oh can't fit that person in that's impossible <laughs> yeah it's like yeah where, where uh, the bus driver draws like an arbitrary line of how many people yeah yeah it's like that looks about t- too much i think <laughs> i think yeah. they just don't uh, like me i don't know <laughs> this kid again uh yeah um but yeah i do quite like like uh, transport systems and stuff uh like i remember one time i went into london for the day with uh i think yeah with a couple family members i think it was i don't know i think it was just my dad but i remember we were like you know what i've never been on the dlr should we just ride it from west india to oh, what's it called the far east of london uh, the station that's the far east of the dlr um uh not Berkhamsted. Uh, i'll remember it later i'm um, sorry did you say west india oh yeah wait we, we have oh no sorry east india um, there's places in London that are called India. Okay, it's it is in London. Then. It, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, this, the the DLR's not happening. You're not, you're not a train that goes all <laughs> the way like, to India. <laughs> yeah, it's over all of Europe. Yeah, it just cuts through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, with all the EU things, probably gonna like blow it up. No, uh, but yeah, it's through your train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We probably could technically claim a part of, like, France that used to be ours. And there's, like, if you scroll back far, far enough, well, look back far enough in our databases, 
there is probably some kind of official deed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you wanted um, to start World War Three, I think that'd be a good way to go about it. <laughs> that would be a great way to do you, it. You um, Brexit and then you claim part of France, and then France is like, "Hey," <laughs> and then all and, of your Spain. all of Europe is like, "Well, I guess we have to declare war on on the and then UK now." Like, hey now. Hey, what 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 do you guys do? Yeah, and America's like, and you don't Russia's declare like, war on our boys, our British boys. <laughs> and then Russia's like, oh wait, a chance to take down the Americans? I'm interested. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then North Korea is like, oh, there's a chance I could push this red button. No, PC, don't fall asleep, I swear to God. There we go. Um, and, But yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, maybe don't claim that. Yeah, no, let's, let, let's not do that. Oh, Beckton, that's it. I remember the station now. Speaking of your interest in uh, in city development and also in being um, Hitler. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's getting sunk great out of context. What a, what a um, great segue. I think that's a, another story for another time. Yeah? You don't want to talk about your, I mean, if, your city skylines obsession? If, city skylines history? I mean, yeah, sure. But... Uh, we could do that. Let's do that later on. Mm. Um, but yeah, maybe it's just it's just a myth of and legend of the podcast. Like we never explain. We never actually. We maybe we should like, like we should say random things. Event maybe some other time that inside jokes. Event maybe some other time and then yeah, we'll never pass. get to it. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like we could we could just say something and then uh, the other person would be like they're. Yeah. Remember that time you got in a fight with that ostrich? Oh, dude, that was great. Yeah. It we really should tell that story out. on the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll save it in the show notes. Yeah, save it for another time. Um, yeah, cool. But did you see that City Skylines is getting a uh, Switch release? Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It was just like a little footnote in that recent Nintendo announcement. Yeah. It's a bullet point in fine te- in the fine text, yeah. fine line text. They're mostly talking about yeah. like Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh boy, did you know there was a new Kirby game? And the new Kirby game, yes. Oh well, it's an old Kirby. G- it I don't know. It's okay. So there are so many Wii U games which they just keep re-releasing on the Switch. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like half of the Switch library is just wii u games at this point yeah pretty much and, it... and no one cares because no one had a wii u besides me like yeah. everyone's willing to buy you know a, a wii u game that's just been ported to the switch at full price as if it's a brand new game yeah and it's like they they sprinkle in a little extra content like the mario kart is maybe the biggest example where it's like that's that's the wii u mario kart mario kart 8 and they just add yeah. add deluxe to it, and they the, added like the, the battle mode buzzword. Yeah, and then they well, they, all the DLC is added in. All the uh, DLC is added in, but price. but I I paid for all the DLC on the Wii U one. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But this is so, you have to pay extra for the DLC. But yeah, yeah, I, but, I, I but like as someone who who yeah. bought the Wii U game and then paid for both packs of DLC, then they release yeah. the same thing with like essentially like a third pack of dlc which is like the battle mode and the double box and a couple of like, like tweaks but i'm expected yeah. to pay like a full 60 dollars for that game yeah 
It's also like uh it, But it feels like how... I'm missing out on, on content and missing out on the multiplayer of all these people who are playing it for the first time. And from their perspective, they're yeah. like, wow, Nintendo's coming out with all these great games, like Rapid Fire, <laughs> great like, games, like like Toad <laughs> Treasure Tracker and and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze or whatever. It's like, these are all Wii U games. They've they've existed for a long time, but you just were ignoring them until now. Even even yeah. Breath of the Wild, that's the Wii U Zelda. Like it's a, they yeah. didn't have a Zelda on the yeah. Wii U because it was Breath of the Wild. Like the Sheikah Slate is the Wii U gamepad. This yeah, it just it, it I mean, became it, it's a bit more switchy, but yeah, it, it became yeah, a Switch launch title because the Wii U wasn't selling. And they realized we need to push up the Switch launch date. We need to really work on the Switch. It's like... Yeah, because it was like... It was... Everyone was hyped because it was like, oh, wow, yeah, this... Uh, I think it kind of was a big coincidence because everyone was like, oh, wow, new Zelda game and the Nintendo NX. What? Yeah, um, yeah, and it worked really well for oh, them. And I'm, I'm happy that it's working well. It's just... It's always funny to and, me how... Um, they're able to to sell off these Wii U games as if they're like new content, and everyone's thinking like, "Oh, these are really good games." Like the Switch has so many good games on it, but like no yeah. one thought the Wii U had good games on it. Everyone was like, "Oh, the only reason yeah. to buy the Wii U is, think... is Smash Bros," which is like it's not true. There were all of these games were there first. Yeah, I think what main like the, there are only a few like original launch titles are Mario, Super Mario Odyssey and um, ARMS, I think. And right. What else? I think. And there's Splatoon 2, but like Splatoon 1 was I on think, the... Isn't that just... Was on. Isn't that just Splatoon with more skins and more... Uh, I mean, more, they, more definitely, and they definitely... They definitely... A zombies game mode. They definitely updated it, and they, especially like... Since when it first launched, it was very similar to the original Splatoon. They've they've yeah, but now that added, added more to it, DLC. but it's still it's like an entirely new franchise for Nintendo first party Nintendo game, yeah. which is a big deal, and it seems yeah. like most people have been introduced to it through the Switch, which is is fine, yeah. is great, but it's like it did exist prior to the Switch on this little known console. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just I I I might have to we might have to have follow up on this where I have more composure and maybe a complete list of games that have been ported. Yeah, and not a rant that's come but out of I've, 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 They've broken me a bit because on this most recent announcement, um, if you look, I've sent you an image here. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. That's... U. It's got the U in it. Deluxe. And then it's got the Switch. It's, it's oh. just the 2D Mario game. Because every basically every console they come out with a two D Mario game and a three D Mario game. It's yeah. just the two D one is usually just Mario Bros. and it's got all these levels and whatever the new gimmick is. And then the three D one, yeah. you know, you had you had Mario Sunshine and you had Mario Galaxy, yeah. and Mario three th- D World, and Mario Odyssey. Like oh, this, yeah. Oh, one sixty-four. And Mario sixty-four, and yeah, and I think there was a Mario Galaxy. Well, not in that order, well. but yeah, you know, there's there's two D Mario's and three D Mario's, and they usually come out with one for each, at least like one major yeah. one for each console. And clearly, yeah. the three D is Mario Odyssey, which is like the one really solid um, 
Switch game that I can say for sure is this a Switch game, you know, not a port. Yeah. But yeah, n- New Super Mario Bros. U. That's the 2D Mario from the Wii U. It's like they didn't have a 2D Mario planned for the Switch, so they just grabbed the Wii U one, slapped Deluxe on it, and people are like, wow, I'll pay full price for that. (laughs) What a good game. That's not... Yeah. Um, Also, they have that whole new stupid membership system where it's like, if you give us money, we'll give you games that you could easily get free online. I I mean... Okay. You know what? I can't complain about Nintendo having a paid paid for online multiplayer because they've they've had it for free for so long. Like the the Wii and the Wii U multiplayer was always free. Whereas yeah. Xbox and PlayStation charge you ridiculous mm. amounts of money to to play online with people. Yeah. I yeah, people's main issue was with it is that it's the whole membership system is you give them money and then you get like a newsletter and some like retro games but it's like you you uh, you don't exactly have to pay money so you could um for games you could easily emulate online well, um, but yet again the the prices are uh, they're good pro- like yeah in, I, th- I think you're what, just is, is you're like- focusing on the the retro games but this is this is just online multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's yeah. what this is. Like, it's it's Xbox Live, but Nintendo. PSN. Yeah. PS... No, no mind. I'm not going to start that whole PSN rant now. <laughs> looking at the time. It, the, yeah, yeah, we should probably... We're going to be but able to fit that in. The, the, the NES games that they are giving you with your membership or whatever is, is more of just a bonus, you know? The main thing yeah. is the, yeah, is the multiplayer. Although I will say, yeah. unlike maybe some some other networks that will give you free games, they've actually put. Mm-hmm. It seems like they've actually put some thought into it, and they're yeah. they've made some of the retro games that they give you with the membership have like multiplayer that you can yeah. actually use online that didn't even exist previously. Like, like yeah, you can get an emulator and run Doctor Mario, but there was yeah. there was never like. A multiplayer versus Doctor Mario that I know of. Yeah. So they did tweak it a bit. You know. Yeah, I have seen. I did. I did see that. And then the new, the uh, the wireless uh, NES con- controls. I thought that was really cool. And then until I saw them dock them onto the Switch, and then I was just <laughs> done. It was just so funny because it was just like these massive clunky like rectangular controllers on this like sleek black screen. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, and yeah, I think it, it it would look classier if they docked them onto a like external charger. But I guess not. Not yeah. everyone has one of those. They wanted to. Yeah, I probably should invest in one. I want to get a couple more Joy Cons so I can yeah play with more friends. That, yeah. that's I can't fun. decide if I want to get more Joy Cons to have like bigger multiplayer or if I want to get a Pro controller. Pro controllers are just so yeah, expensive. I got though. the wired Pro controller, but it doesn't have the HD rumble, and that is that's really annoying in Mario Kart because I the HD rumble, it's really handy for judging corners and stuff because it feels like 
like yeah it you have the feel for the vehicle and everything and you could feel the weight but when you're playing the game and there's no vibrational feedback mm-hmm. i think it's i would be fine if it wasn't a feature in the first place but now i'm addicted to it it's my yes cocaine. okay <laughs> um i yeah i have i have this experience um weird in weirdly in like a really old game um i don't yeah. know if you if you've ever played tony hawk pro skater 2 for the original playstation uh no i don't want to play uh like this uh the skate games in the tony hawk games because they do look good um but yeah but yeah that that was like i feel like the first like skateboarding video game that really took off um yeah but yeah it's like there's there's a rumble that happens whenever you're like grinding on a railing or something and i i I I recently was was playing it and i i don't know if it was the controller was broken or if it was like a knockoff playstation controller um but it it didn't have the rumble and i was just i i played it for like two minutes and i was like i can't do this it like the that the button combinations in a game like that are so like muscle memory that if if you don't have the rumble when you're expecting it it just it breaks you out of like it makes you think about your hands and you can't do well it's almost like like a fighting game like a street fighter or tekken or something like you need you need that muscle memory and the rumble becomes part of of that memory and it's like if it's not there when you're expecting it or if it's there when you're not expecting it it just makes you think about what your thumbs are doing and then you can't do the combinations you need to do um yeah yeah that'll really throw you off because i don't know why i've suddenly like started like because it's not like because i'm a predominantly a pc gamer Mm -hmm. and it's not like when i play games my keyboard and mouse start violently vibrating when something happens right it's just a thing that's been adapted as a gimmick has become an actual thing that I rely on for a few games. Yeah, if you're used to something being there, then you want it to be there all the time. You don't yeah. want it to just stop being there. Yeah. And it's and it is useful like as a response. Yeah, it is good for like a because in Mario Kart when you're playing, whenever you're doing like uh, you're drifting to do a mini turbo. Mhm. Uh it will buzz if I, like uh, it'll like gradually buzz more and more depending on how like uh, how into your drift you are and that means I can focus more on looking at the road and looking around me to see if there's any green or red shells coming instead of looking at my exhaust to see what color it is to see if it's a good time to let off the drift right um, and I instead of having I think in in Mario Kart um a lot of times you get some kind of vibration if you're going into the grass, which is slowing you down. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're making, if you're trying to make a really sharp turn, you obviously you want to stay on the road, but you want it to be as close to the corner as possible. And it's like... Yeah, so it's quite nice to have a yeah, vibration. Yeah, it's some kind of response oh, to let you know, to... like, oh, you're being slowed down right now because you're going into the grass. Yeah. 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 There's um, just a lot of little things well. like that that like y- you wouldn't get on a keyboard on an emulator. Um. Yeah. Actually, also as well on um, Mario Kart, when you go on a ramp, if you shake the controller, it does a boost in midair, so you do a flip, and then you 
get a boost, which is something was added in the Wii version. Yeah. Actually, strangely enough, the wheelie isn't back in, which I wish it was. But because the controller doesn't have any sensors or HD rumble, that doesn't work, which puts you at a massive disadvantage. Especially because normally I play against people that don't really play Mario Kart that much. Well, you so can you can I do can it. Use that controller. You just tap and still destroy them. You just tap the drift button. That's yeah. Oh, really? That's the the same con- control f- oh, instead of shaking. I never knew that. Yeah, tr- tr- it oh, should okay. work. Try that next time. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll try it next time. I'll because then that controller would probably not. I use it for Breath of the Wild because I'm used to. It's a more familiar layout than the widespread out buttons of the Joy-Cons. But yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was trying different button combinations to see if I had to like click down on the Joy-Con joysticks. Uh, sorry, the joysticks. Yeah, I I just but I I'll try. I played so much Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube. Yeah. That I oh yeah. I kind of prefer that controller, in the same way that people prefer. Yeah it for smash which obviously like he yeah. doesn't play smash with the gamecube controller um yeah oh you smash as well uh, but yeah yeah um, yeah but so i have a um that's another can of worms i have a a classic controller which plugs into a remote oh yeah that yeah. is shaped like a gamecube controller even though it registers as a classic yeah. controller um so i would uh, yeah, i would use that for mario kart 8 um and obviously yeah. that didn't have any kind of motion control so i just got really used to using the um, the drift button doubles as like the the jump spin whatever when you go up ramps yeah i'm wondering if i should no i don't think i want to dive into the whole the xbox ps4 thing because that gets me riled up and angry oh quickly. you don't, so don't think... want to get angry about <laughs> about because i could go on ranting for quite a while um the playstation network and Xbox. Yeah, I I got close to that when we were talking about Apple and consumerism, mm. um, but yeah, I think I think that's all to be said for today. So uh, yeah, it's nice talking to you, Scar. Yeah, see you later, Wobbles. This is just the Wobbles figures out uh, Wobbles figures out Windows for podcast. Yeah, Wobbles learns how to use snipping tool podcast. <laughs> yep, great podcast.